guys, welcome back to Swish Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake. What's going on, Jake? Welcome back to another episode. Today we have a great episode planned. So what's up, Jake? What's up? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So today our guest on the show is former Mets pitcher Tyler Pill. What's going on, Tyler? Thanks for coming on the show. How much, guys? I'm doing well here. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Yeah, we're both doing really good. So, yeah, so let's start and let's get into more some questions. Um, our first one's pretty easy and simple. Um, what got you into baseball, just in general? What got me into baseball? Um, that would be my my father and my brother. Um, so my dad played baseball, um, kind of his whole life. He's a pitcher. Um, he had got drafted by the Pirates and played a couple years in the minor leagues, and then you know. When I was growing up, my brother, who's six years older than me, he played baseball, and it was kind of just like a baseball family. Um, so it's kind of kind of what I grew up with, and um, you know, I always really enjoyed it. So that's kind of how this, I guess, career baseball happened. <laughs> so um, before we go on to the next question, kind of speak of when you were younger. I saw you were born in San Dimas, California. Have you seen the movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? Uh, yes, yes, I have, and uh, it's funny how often that comes up. Um, you know, I've played with a bunch of random, you know, a couple of random teammates, like, they'll just bring it up on the fly, like, oh, you're, you're from San Dimas? Uh, you, you know that movie, uh, Bill and Ted, right? Yep, I think they're coming yeah. out. <laughs> Apparently, they're coming out with the new ones, I heard. I saw that. I did see that, uh, I think yesterday, the preview for that. So... Kind of talking about, like, you getting into baseball, like, what was the main reason you became to pitch? Was it your dad? Were there any other reasons? Um, you mean just to pitch? Yeah. Um, not, that was more of a, you know, I was in college, and I, I did play outfield, and I pitched, um, so it was more of a, like, the draft was coming along, and, um, I was kind of, I guess there's more interest in me being a pitcher and, you know, going into pro ball. So that was kind of what made that decision. Um, and I was pretty good at it when I was younger. Um, I threw a little harder, I guess, than most kids, and it was successful. And, you know, when you're successful in anything, it's real fun, right? <laughs> yeah. So what are any pitchers that you try to, like, model your game after or look up to when you're growing up? Um... Pitchers, oddly enough, not no. Uh, it was more so a big fan of like Ken Griffey Jr. like for hitting um, and just the way he played outfield too. So it was, I was more of a like I followed the game more so from like a position player standpoint and not really and I didn't really follow many pitchers, which is kind of kind of different, I guess. Looking back at how long I pitched. <laughs> So, for college, you went to Cal State Fullerton, but, like, what made you make that decision to go there? Um, so, that decision was made, you know, my brother went to Cal State Fullerton, um, played there with, you know, guys like Justin Turner, Kurt Suzuki, um, Ricky Romero, uh, Chad Cordero, you know, he played with a lot of really good players, um, and I kind of got a feel of, you know, what the culture was like at that college, and, and then, you know, I kind of based it off of that because I knew it was pretty, you know, tough-nosed. Um, you know, you learn you learned the fundamentals very well, and you learn how to do those uh, consistently. So that's kind of what made my decision um, for me. 
So speaking of Cal State Florida, after three years there, you were drafted into the fourth round by the New York Mets. So what was it like getting drafted into the, in the earlier rounds of the MLB draft? And what was it like going through the whole process? Um, it's definitely, you know, once in a lifetime process, really. It's, it, you know, it's kind of, you don't really know when you're going to go. You know, there's always conversations. There's always, you know, um, hey, we think you might go here, might, might go there, but yeah, when that, that whole draft's playing out, it's, it, it is a weird feeling because, you know, like when you go higher and you want to go higher, it's, you know, you get, it's like a, you think it's a better chance of you, you know, eventually making it to your, you know, childhood dream of being in the big leagues. So it's, it was definitely a fun experience. Um, and I, I'm, I can't thank the, the, the Mets enough for giving that, me that opportunity. So, um, in your first year in the minors, you put up a four ERA. So, like, what do you think the hardest part was transitioning from college to pro ball? Um, probably that. Hmm, probably just you know being up to throw every day. Um, that was probably the different thing because when I got drafted, I was kind of like thrown in the bullpen because I had a lot of innings going into college or coming out of that college year. Um. So, yeah, making that transition to, you know, coming in a little bit later in the game and, um, you know, the, the possibility of me throwing in consecutive days in a row, uh, I think that was a, a definite hard change uh, for me and then trying to get on a consistent routine for the different schedule. So, in your time in the minors with the New York Mets, were there any players in the organization that took you, like, under, the, under their wing or, like, gave you advice on how to be a better player? Um... It was more of a, I guess, let's see here. I think about this one. Not necessarily. Um, I wouldn't say there's one particular uh, pitcher or player. Um, I'd say I, I picked a lot of guys' brains um, on how to make myself better and kind of just picked a lot of hitters' brains too just to see kind of what they were thinking um, when they were hitting, um, what their approach might have been. Um, it's... I do. I will say that um, when I got called up, Jacob Degrom was, you know, he, he kind of took me under his wing about, you know, just kind of giving me some information on what it's going to be like um, being in the big leagues. And then he also paid for my uh, my tickets for my family came into town. So I thought that was just a really awesome gesture that he um, that he did for me. Um, so that's to answer your question. I. I I talked to a lot of players. Um, there, there wasn't one in particular, but yeah, it's just constant information grab. It's kind of how I <laughs> played, I guess. Yeah, I forgot to mention before. I'm actually a big Mets fan. Like I love Degrom. He's probably the best pitcher in baseball. Yeah, he's he's really good, and uh, I I like to um, tell people he's an awesome awesome dude too. So it's you don't you don't hear much of how the people are the players are right just kind of how their talent is so so in 2017 the Mets called you up so like what was it like getting the call that you were going to pitch in the majors it was you know it's a childhood dream that was you know a dream come true I still tell people that I, I thought I was dreaming that day um, because it was a very long game that I was sitting through because I was charting um, in Round Rock Texas and it was a blowout game was like 14 to like six in the fifth thing it ended up being like five hours long and then i thought 
long story short, it just seemed like uh, <laughs> the day didn't actually happen, and that I didn't get that information. But it was, uh, you know, I had a lot of struggles throughout the minor leagues, a lot of injuries, and that just made that call up that much better when I actually did get get the call. So you made your MLB debut on of May of twenty seventeen. So what was it like pitching on a big league field? Um, pretty amazing. Um, it was in PNC uh, against the Pirates, and you know it was in the extra innings, and I had never done that before. So that's, I mean, it was it was pretty impressive. You know, there was a lot of people there. Um, man, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of butterflies. That's for sure. It was, it was just a dream come true. Um, really, that's what it was. So you made your first um, MLB start at City Field. You went five and one third innings, giving up only one one, one run. So what was it like having a great MLB um, start and in front of the home crowd? That was amazing uh, because I, my debut in Pittsburgh wasn't didn't go the best. Um, so having that start and a, a very a successful start um, that was a very big confidence booster, and it kind of kind of showed that I could hang, you know, a little bit in the big leagues, and um, it was just, it was also not, it was also nice because, you know, it was uh, throughout that game, there's so many potential situations where I could have given up a lot of runs, and I had pitched out of it, so it was, uh, it was definitely a, a sigh of relief, that's for sure, but that first game was good. Okay, Jake, let's go into the rapid fire questions. So we're going to some questions just for like people for us like to get to know you. And our first one is, what's your favorite like non baseball like team or athlete? Non baseball team or athlete? Um, uh, it could be any any other sport, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, not really a rapid fire for me right now. I'm sorry. Um. I don't really know if I have one. That's kind of bad. Because yeah, <laughs> I always go, I always love Granky just because he's so, uh, he's a little out there and he kind of does stuff that's out of the norm when he's pitching. But I don't really follow much sports other than that. I guess uh, I do watch soccer. I would say Cristiano Ronaldo. He's, he seems do you probably my favorite. Play? play outside of baseball? Favorite sport to play? Yeah, outside of baseball. Um... I guess it'd be basketball, so I'd put, it, put a name on it. I used to watch basketball a lot when I was a kid, but as of late, not really. So it was Tracy McGrady. Was a, I was a big fan of Tracy McGrady or Kobe Bryant. So do you have, like, a favorite TV show that you've been watching? What you Um, I did. So it was Game of Thrones. Um, the sleeper pick as of late, though, would be The Last Kingdom. On Netflix. Um, do you have a favorite sport movie? Favorite sport movie? Um, yes, it is. Um, wait, what was that? What was it called? Billy Chapel was the one where he's up the Tigers. Um, the pitcher. What is? It's Kevin Costner. You guys, you know, you, you know which one I'm talking about. Um. um Feel the game, yeah. That's that's it. Um, favorite food. Favorite food, any breakfast item. 
Thanks, um, <laughs> favorite moment in your career? Favorite moment in my career would be that that start in uh, in City Field against the Brewers. Um. So, th- do you have a favorite animal, and do you have a pet? I don't have a, f- a pet, unfortunately. Um, I would get a dog, probably get a husky, but we. I don't. Uh, my wife and I don't have enough space for a dog, so kind of <laughs> maybe in the future I get one. Um, what's the first thing you want to do once like everything's back to normal and no more COVID? Um, probably just have a hangout with some some friends that I haven't seen in a long time. Just talk to them, catch up. That'd be nice. So that's that's actually going to wrap up our interview. Um, Thanks so much, Ian Tyler, for joining us. To our listeners, please make sure to donate to our GoFundMe charity to help COVID-19 relief. Most of the link is in our bound Instagram, Matt and Swish. And please comment, follow, and drop a like on our podcast on on Spotify, Apple, and SoundCloud. Thanks a lot, Tyler, and have a great day, and stay safe. Of course, guys. You have a good night. Yeah, thanks for coming on. We had a great episode. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you. Peace.